Hello, 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 and thank you so much for pressing play on the latest edition of the Michigan Soccer Central Podcast, your weekly dip into the world's game being played right here in the Great Lakes State of Michigan. How you doing? Hopefully you're doing quite well. My name's Robert Kerr, your host of the program once again. It really is the best time of the year in uh, local soccer, at least in uh, my humble opinion. Uh, we've got the kids playing, we've got some high school action, and the college kids are back, so uh, summer league ball, which I absolutely love, is back in action, and there's also the professionals are uh, doing their thing too. Very busy season. Time of the year is May in uh, so the, the local soccer and the grassroots soccer, and I got to spend the whole weekend uh and my kids' games even got to ref a game. There was a game without a ref and got to do that. And then uh, got to watch Oakland County FC get their first uh, result in the, the bag for the 2023 season, the new era, Oakland County. They got a nil-nil result against Midwest United. The first nil-nil since I've been involved with Oakland County FC back in 2018. But uh, we got a great interview this week along those lines, uh, kit design uh, related. But I uh, want to direct you guys to some news and headlines over at the socials at MI Soccer Central. I mean, <laughs> scanning through the, uh, the, uh, the timeline this week has been absolutely insane for uh, local soccer news. I even have to read more into this, but the Michigan uh, High School Athletic Association has lifted the 300-mile rule, um, which uh, restricted uh, long-distance uh, competition from coming in here. So there's a, a, an article on that on the socials. Uh, Crystal Palace versus Sevilla Friendly was announced uh, late last week, it's going to happen at Comerica Park on July 30th. So Premier League and La Liga uh, action preseason fair at the end of July at the old ballpark. Um, on the local level, uh, Gold Star FC of uh, the Livonia, new professional NISA team uh, based in Livonia, had an announcement uh, saying that their stadium plans were not yet uh, in motion and they'd be playing at various locations with their first home game that was scheduled for the 24th of June will be played at Madonna University. So that was uh, an interesting development over the weekend. Big turnout. It was Detroit City FC's women's team, another summer league in action, Detroit City FC women getting a big crowd. Upwards of 5,000 went to Keyworth Stadium for the women's home opener, a nil-nil uh, result against Flint's women's side. Other things on the socials, be sure to send in the class of 2023 senior honors. You can DM picture and your information over to Michigan Soccer Central uh, social media. Get your uh, your your senior honored by uh, 
Michigan Soccer Central. Um, you can also check out the latest high school rankings, the high school girls teams, the top 10 rankings of all the divisions are posted in some graphics there. Um, there's also some scores from the weekend. Like I said, lots of leagues in action now, so lots of score reviews, including Inter-Detroit beating Liquid Football 3-1, to and the uh, real shocker results in the USL 2, AFC Ann Arbor 5-0 over the Great Lakes champions Kalamazoo FC 5-0, probably the stunner of the uh, opening weekend of USL two, a few teams not yet played, including the Flint bucks and Lansing Lansing travel to Royal Oak to play Oakland County FC this weekend on the 20th. And in a another newsworthy uh, headline, I know we've gone through quite a few, like I said, it's been a crazy uh, week of, local soccer news Detroit City FC dusted five to one down in Tampa by the rowdies um I watched this one on the stream and uh it was it was a tough watch and I think we'll have to have a guest on here in the next couple weeks to really dig in because after 10 games DCFC only has five points and they sit in 11th out of 12th positions in uh, the Eastern Conference so Bit of a nightmare season developing there for uh, Detroit City FC. But more to come on that. There's a long season, a long time for them to come back. But 10 games is more than just a slow start. But looking ahead at the weekend and kind of just a a really fun story coming up in our feature interview. um, My favorite thing in sports. I've got local soccer fan and graphic designer scott balau um and he's gonna come on and chat about his contribution to my very favorite thing in my uh, life of sports fandom so keep tuned in for my interview with scott here on the michigan soccer central podcast Next up on the Michigan Soccer Central Podcast, one of my favorite things in all of uh, my uh, sports fandom, and luckily enough for me, it is uh, put on and presented by my very own team I support. It is the Supporter Selected Kit Designs, Oakland County FC. The first time was 2019, and they've been rocking that design ever since, and this year... They took it up a notch, and not only did uh, the fans and the supporters of the club get to select their kits, but they were designed by a supporter itself. So to walk us through the process of uh, selecting it and designing it and having one of his designs chosen, Oakland County FC supporter and kit designer joins us here on the show, Mr. Scott Bilal. Thank you so much for uh, joining us to talk soccer kits. Yeah, Rob, thanks for having me. So last week, uh, we're recording here late on May 15th, ahead of Oakland County FC's home opener on the 20th. But last week at uh, D- DMCU on uh, Main Street in Clawson, your kits uh, were revealed at a preseason uh, party. How was that to see the players uh, like modeling them for you and then see everyone's reaction? Yeah, it's awesome. It really, it makes it real. Like the moment that, you know, you get the call of they're printed, you get the call of they're approved. Like there's a whole process to it. 
Um, but to actually see them in person and then on the players, it's a cool event. Definitely. Was it a bit of a rush? Did you get nervous before uh, having them displayed in public? I wouldn't say nervous. I, I think what was nice is I got a call from one of the owners of the club who had received them to his house first and made sure everything looks good before. Um, he was telling me, you know, I, I, I'm not going to take a photo. I'm not going to send it to you. They don't photograph as well as they look in person. These things look amazing. I'm excited for it. So, I mean, even just with, with all this back and forth with the, the printing company, with the ownership. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> They're as excited as we are. <laughs> but yeah, it was awesome to see him in person and it really sort of just solidified it. Sorry. <laughs> uh, are you next to the car park? Somebody's car is upset right now, but maybe we're back onto it. We'll see. All right. So you were saying uh, seeing him uh, in real life, uh, it, it really was a good experience. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, you got fans of all ages. You got, you know, seemingly brothers and sisters of members you got people from the local community it's it's not just you know fans our age or it's not just you know friends of the players like it's cool to see kind of the whole community make it out for that and it just sort of like lends more to oakland county being like the community's team it's my you know the local team in my backyard the local team for the county so it's cool to see you know everybody make it out for it um you know those who are young and playing soccer and looking up to these guys and then us who you know find attachment in being able to see these local guys before they make it off to you know pros and things like that so it's cool from a lot of different perspectives and it was cool to see a pretty you know diverse crowd out there for it so i'm not sure if i if i said it too eloquently but oakland county fc fans and supporters get to select a, a selection of three designs and the, the the club, you know, the players they wear that that's their that's the design. And then uh, now we get a, a new generation uh, designed by Scott. So it kind of walks through the process. Uh, when did uh, you get approached, and what was the process like? How, how how did they go from an idea to a shirt? Yeah, I wouldn't even say approached. Um, what's funny? This has been on honestly, designing a jersey has been a design bucket list goal of mine. It's something I've wanted to do. I've you know, I work, my, my career is in design, digital design. Um, it's what I went to school for. It's what I've, you know, stayed in the industry. So it's just been something that is on that list that, you know, I don't know how I'm going to make it happen. I don't know where it's going to come through, but that would be cool to see, you know, a jersey in real life that you can wear yourself, that you can see on the field, um, kind of for any sport. And it was awesome that it came through for, for the soccer team. Um, it sort of started out, well, it started out end of last year. We had the, the year end wrap. I think we all went to Zioli's, uh, after the game and, you know, I'm sort of the, the introvert in my relationship. So my wife knew that this was something I've been wanting to do. Um, we both have been following the club for a few years now and she sort of just went up to Theo and Nick and said, my husband wants to make the jerseys. Like, when do we get started? And so it was pretty funny just to, to have her sort of supportive of that. And then it, it sounded like something where the guys really hadn't had anyone lined up for jerseys for a redesign for this season. And, you know, I'd been itching to do something like this and it sort of just came together like that. 
Uh, so those j- previous designs had been there for uh, three seasons, and now so you could potentially have multiple years of your designs uh, ahead. I love the old ones, and the new ones mm-hmm. really are exciting. Seeing them in person, the 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 home jersey uh, really blew me away. Um, that one was really cool. What kind of like led you to design it that way, and uh, kind of what was your process? Yeah, it. I mean, thankfully we had months and months for a process. It wasn't, you know, last minute, two weeks, we got to do this. We actually, I mean, it, it sort of started, you know, end of last season, you start thinking about it, you put some, you know, a folder together on your computer of jerseys you like, and, you know, fan design jerseys and just like getting the inspiration. Um, the fall was a little bit crazy last year. So it didn't really get started until actually January, probably. And then it's a lot of um, you know, thankfully there's some amazing mock-ups online that you can find for soccer jerseys. So throw it into Photoshop, slap it onto a mock-up and it really brings it alive. It's not, it's, it's no longer just a square image of, you know, this would look cool if it was a Jersey, you can actually see it, you know, on uh, sort of a body with the socks, with the shorts, with the, you know, with the top. So the process, yeah, it was a lot of just referencing things that I had liked, you know, through the years, jerseys from the 90s, 2000s, 2010s, this year, and then really trying to, you know, not just copy anything, not just change the colors of something and change the sponsor of it. It's something that, yeah, like you said, this could be something which lasts multiple years. And it's something you sort of want to get ingrained into sort of Oakland County lore of, you know, I remember those kids or, you know, this sort of push the envelope for the next kit or this reference, you know, this year's kit, which actually I, I did reference, you know, the 2019 kits as far as, you know, numbering and just ideas for that. So shout out to, you know, 2019 kits. Those were amazing. And so I definitely, you know, sort of tapped into those when I was designing these. So pulling up um, the, the, the graphic of the, the winning home kit. So mm-hmm. To, to clarify to listeners, you made three away and three home jersey designs. And do you want to talk about your design selections for the group? Or would you rather start with the ones that uh, what were voted in as winners first? Probably just the whole thing. Um, it was, we were definitely trying to narrow it down. I, I know the jersey vote in 2019, that was three jerseys to vote for. That's probably a good amount, kind of with anything, you know, when it comes to, to logo designs for a company, when it comes to, you know, branding for something, you don't want to give too many options. It's overwhelming. You also don't want to sort of split the vote to sort of say, you know, these few ideas are great, but, uh, you know, some fans are voting for this, some are voting for this. So I wanted to make them, you know, pretty distinct and then have three home, three away, uh, same as we did before, and just sort of see where the fans take it from there. And then so... The vote happened, trust members, season ticket buyers, and uh, I think a few groups of others were uh, invited to vote. Mm-hmm. And in this design, uh, so on the picture with all three, it's uh, essentially selection C, and it's uh, black at the top, and it fades down to, to, to a purple smoke type design. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell us about that, because in person, especially in combination with the shorts and the socks, it's yep. it's it almost reminded me like uh like it definitely had like kind of a raver look to me. Well, and I, it, what's funny is I sort of had to create you know code names for each of these jerseys as you're voting on them, and and even as like 
you know, Theo, Nick and myself are talking about them. You know, you're, you don't want to reference Jersey four, like the one with the stripes. And so I sort of gave them all names. This one was just like, you know, night sky. It's, it's something where, you know, OCFC, we're scoring goals. We're, you know, lighting off the purple smoke at night. It's fading into the sky. And so that was sort of the, you know, the idea, the inspiration for this. And really, you know, I, yes, I've seen them in daylight, but I really haven't seen these on fields at night. And so that's going to be exciting this weekend just to see, you know, how they show at night versus how they show in, in sunlight. Yeah, because we saw them right there, uh, yeah. you know, was it six, seven o'clock at night uh, last week at the uh, mm-hmm. preseason party. So, yeah, that's a good call. Under the lights, what will they look? Mm-hmm. How reflective will they be? How will they move? How will mm-hmm. the numbers look? That's very cool. Um, yeah, it, it really was stunning. It, I'll admit it wasn't the one I voted for, but I'm actually really pleased that that turned out to be the yeah. one because it, it, it was very, very cool. I was very impressed. Yeah, actually, I did. I didn't vote, so I was just totally leaving it up to chance. Totally seeing where the you know the fan vote goes. I think from the sounds of it, it was sort of trending towards both winners almost you know same day. Like you know, there wasn't too much fluctuation throughout the week. I think we left it up for like five days or something like that. But um, it was neat to see, and and it's not anything where you know I'm disappointed of you know this got picked or this got picked. Um, you know, every one of the designs was something that you know, had a lot of rounds of revisions. It was something I was proud of. It was something I could see the team wearing. Um, and it wasn't something where there was any filler of just like, let's make two that are so noticeably worse than the others. So everyone votes for this. And then we'll, it'll look like it's a fan vote, but we really did. So it really, I mean, it was a fan vote. I liked all these jerseys. Fans said these were their favorites and I'm, I'm stoked to see them on the field. That's awesome. I'm, I was actually tempted whether I was going to ask you if you had any favorites or not. So <laughs> that, that that's the best possible outcome. So the yep. jersey that's already uh, seen the action of the field, yep. Open County FC opened the season in Grand Rapids area against Midwest United. They played mm-hmm. to a nil-nil draw. And mm-hmm. I think that's the first nil-nil draw since I've been <laughs> uh, with the club since 2018. So uh, bringing a new era, or, uh, your new uh, white kits tell us about those yeah so actually it was it was great to see even you know keeping up on twitter they were in grand rapids on the other side of the state um i'm definitely going to try and travel to a couple of away games this year you make as many as i can but you know when you can't you find the stream or you you know keep up on twitter and so just to see that first photo of the jerseys on the field that was awesome because you get so used to you know following your team and they've got that you know lineups are ready and here's the photo and it just becomes part of like a normal game day sort of thing for a team that's you know out of state or out of country that you follow but it was pretty cool just to open up twitter open up instagram uh and see the guys you know starting 11 lined up in those jerseys and again yeah seeing how they look in daylight seeing how they look on the fields it's pretty cool so what was the code name for for that one the so in the picture here with yeah. the, all three selections that you have, it's the the B uh, option. Mm-hmm. It's uh, white with uh, the purple. What did you call that one, and how would you describe it? Um, yeah, this was the gradient hoops because you know the the horizontal stripes. That's hoops in you know for soccer kits, and so it was something too where you know teams 
once you've chosen if you go vertically striped, once you choose if you go horizontally striped, it seems like most teams sort of stick, you know, to that. And so Oakland County has, you know, however many years they have of history, if it's seven or eight, something like that. So we've had, you know, the vertical or sorry, the horizontal stripes in the past. And so wanted to stick with hoops. It definitely, you know, grabs some inspiration from uh, the USA kits from a few years, the men's and women's national team. Um, but it, it was something where for each of these, you know, you start with the design and you sort of look at it and you're like, how, you know, this needs to be pushed. And so I didn't just want to do hoops. I didn't just want to do a gradient hoop. So we sort of threw in a bit of, um, you know, some geometric shapes that curve around the crest and then sort of give a gradient of that purple to white, which I love these colors for OCFC. It's, it's kind of great that this is, you know, the local team because gold, white, purple is, you know, it's a great color combo for me. Yeah. I mean, it really is a blessing. Like I said, I was being honest that, you know, fans selecting a kit is, is one of the coolest things uh, I've had in, as far as engagement with mm-hmm. sports teams. And I, I have mm-hmm. a lot of teams that I, you know, I really like in, in multiple countries. And I, I just absolutely uh, love that this is a thing that we do right here in my backyard. And um, these, yeah, these are fantastic. They, this is actually the away kit that I, I did vote for. And um, so I guess I'm, I'm, I'm pleased. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm somewhat gratified with that somehow, but also like in contrast, I was pleased at the one I didn't vote for, for the home kit, but looking at the picture of the, the three selections, mm-hmm. um, are there any like, no, like, um, design notes on the other ones that because uh, you said you liked all of them so was there anything that you wanted to to talk about on the other ones because they're not going to be uh as, as seen by the by the as many eyeballs yeah and actually uh you know i should have looked up who had done this a few months back but i remember when you know the team was starting to put it out on social media hey if you're you know a, a club member we're going to be voting on jerseys you know this is a cool opportunity there was there was definitely i, I want to say on facebook there was a comment someone had said you know we got to introduce the gold like i'd like to see more gold in these jerseys and really it's sort of been the color which is least utilized i guess for ocfc historically um through social media through you know the kits through the entire brand and so i was really trying to push on some of the lighter jerseys, the away jerseys, really trying to have some gold show through. And so we had sort of like a gold hoop kit. Um, and then we also sort of had like this, this sort of marble amethyst sort of, you know, mineral design, um, which is light enough to be an away jersey. So it had, you know, the whites and the gray undertones, um, but still, you know, not too busy to clash with other teams and not, you know, too close to the home to make it you know, anything where it's, it's not differentiated enough. Yeah, it's definitely uh, the, the two selections between home and away um, are very <laughs> radically different from each mm-hmm. other with how dark and expressive the, 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 was it purple sky you called it? Night yeah. Sky? Night sky. Yeah, yeah. Night sky. And then this is like very much, it pops out and on the stream, it was the stream. It, that it, the colors really popped out too. Uh, mm-hmm. So that, that definitely shown through what you're going for. Yeah. And I think too, I mean, I was, I was really pulling for anything that OCFC has, you know, ties to, there's so many teams that will have, you know, the, the famous bridge in the city on the Jersey, they'll have, you know, a statue on the Jersey, they'll have, 
you know, some sort of iconography. Um, I know like, you know, Italy for their national kits, they had done, um, you know, some uh, wallpapering of one of the, you know, museums. Like there's just little things like, so I'm looking at floors, I'm looking at, you know, windows, I'm looking at everything um, just throughout Oakland County. I'm trying to figure out, you know, what says Oakland County, um, what says OCFC. And so a few things were tried, nothing quite hit, but, you know, I'm hoping that these, again, these can be part of what dictates what the future of the OCFC brand is and what's important to the team. Um, because really it's, it's the whole County. Like I was looking at a map, you know, a couple of weeks back and Oakland County is massive. It, there's not, you know, one city in it. It's, you know, it spreads quite a bit of Michigan and, you know, each city has its own sort of unique flair. So, you know, when you're, when you're someone, when you're a team that's based out of one city, you can represent that city. Um, I think we have a lot to draw on from the whole County, which is great. Yeah, I mean, uh, down here in the Royal Oak is far different from in the the, yeah. the farthest corner near Clarkston and yeah. and up around there, um, and then down in the other corner down by Novi and uh, mm -hmm. that area. So yeah, to your point, Oakland County is huge, lot to draw on. Um, are there what was the like the most technically difficult part of the process? Mm, uh, probably <laughs> getting just certain graphics to size up nicely i think sometimes you know a jersey is a certain size sometimes you know you open photoshop and you can only find you know tiny reference images so i was on you know every uh stock website i'm trying to find you know underwater textures i'm trying to find you know smoke textures i'm trying to find this and that and so you know finally finding something that works and then sort of forcing it to do what you need to do. I need it to be this color. I need it to be this big. I need it to be, you know, this, this clean and clear so that it prints nicely on a full size Jersey. I think that was one of the things you get nervous about when doing something like this is because it's sublimation printing, what you give to the print shop is exactly what you're going to get back. And so, um, you know, being that it was high quality images and things, it's great to see the final product. That, that was the one thing I was sort of sweating on is, you know, Hold it up to your face. Are there pixels that you can see? Is there anything that's out of place? So not not really the case. So I was happy with it. Yeah, so so that's a good point. So you are like super happy when you saw up close and personal. You're like that's that's what you had in mind when, when you submitted it. Definitely. And and thankful that, you know, the sponsors and all the patches and everything was all high quality. You know, sometimes when you're working with clients, you can't always get, you know, a high quality file and then you're redesigning someone else's logo just so that your shirt looks fine. So, you know, it, I was thankful that all of the assets I received were super high quality and the end product turned out great. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so what do you want to see uh, the team do in these jerseys this season, I guess? <laughs> let's uh, let's see how silverware looks next to them. We got to get some trophies above our heads. Yeah, that would be sick. Your design uh, in a trophy lift. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the other thing, too, is, is not only on the field, but, yeah, you hope, you know, that celebration spills over to the bar down the street. You hope, you know, you get to see, you know, guys hanging out with the trophy and getting all the photos and things. So it's, yeah, it, it's super cool just to see them, you know, in real life, but then also just in league play. And, you know, these guys are going to be potentially wearing them you know i'm i'm wearing mine i'm gonna wear my jersey just out in the city just to the grocery store things like that so it's it's pretty cool that they're out here 
Very good. Well, Scott Below, actually, I want to hear hear this first before we go. Are you, has uh, you utilized anything in the process of making the shirts in your day job? And do you want to design other jerseys? Uh, would love to design other jerseys. So I don't know. Put my, put my email in the in the show notes. I don't know. Would love <laughs> to design other jerseys. Um, as far as utilizing it, you know, in my day job, it's an awesome portfolio piece. It's something that you know really draws you in, and and you know you can see, you know, past work and and exciting work and things like that. Um, I will say there's a lot of, you know, screenshots and things on my work computer that probably shouldn't be on my work computer. So I got to make sure those are, you know, no longer there when, you know, <laughs> whenever, whenever the company needs to check that out. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Well, um, Scott, is there any other notes about uh, the the jerseys themselves, the process or um, any other things? On it? You said it was a bucket list item. You want any mm-hmm. other thoughts about this uh, before we go? I mean, it, it's definitely fun to check things off, but I feel like, you know, any bucket list item, it, it, you don't just have to do it once. It's something that you want to do, you want to experience. And so I think I've got, you know, a little bit of experience now under my belt with jersey design and with, you know, things like this. So, um, yeah, just super excited to see this weekend, see these jerseys out here and for the whole season and, and beyond. All right, Scott. Thank you so much for uh, breaking it down for me here on the Michigan Soccer Central Podcast, getting involved with uh, one of my favorite things in sports, and uh, I'll see you in Royal Oak on Saturday. Definitely. I'll be there. Thank you so much to uh, Scott for joining us here on the Michigan Soccer Central Podcast. And thank you to you, listener, of course, and to all the uh, hundreds now, maybe, uh, well over 130 guests we've had on the Michigan Soccer Central Podcast. Uh, without, I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the heart of the show, getting experiences from all the many, many layers of this ever-changing uh landscape of Michigan soccer. So thank you, Scott. Thank you, all the previous guests and listeners. Be sure to check out the uh, the the archive of more than 100 episodes of the podcast on Spotify and all of your favorite audio platforms. Thank you, Jenny Hasnaki, for editing the program as always. Uh, thank you to the Michigan Soccer Central core team. And this weekend, absolutely huge, the home opener for Oakland County FC. Myself and Mitch Gatsky will be on the call. Love doing play-by-play is my absolute favorite. Podcast is great. I love interviewing, getting stories, but doing the commentary in the stadium, one of the favorite things in the world, and uh, doing it for the local team absolutely gets the blood rushing more than anything else. So if you're not doing anything, Saturday night, Royal Oak High School Stadium, Oakland County FC opens against Lansing City. So. That'll be pretty great. A weekend filled once again with uh, kids games and uh, my favorite local side. So I mean this more than any other time I say this on the podcast. Everybody, until next time. (laughs) 
Please enjoy your soccer. Hey, 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 hey.